What is going on, you guys? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Muscle Mitchell Podcast. Wow, we're going on episode six. Feeling pretty good about that. Um, got a really, really good episode for y'all today. Really excited to get into everything. Um, if you can hear the fans in the background, I apologize. It is stupidly hot here right now. So fans on full blast is absolutely mandatory. So what we're going to talk about today is um, a topic I've really been trying to figure out how to go about doing and I'm going to be open and honest right now. I'm a little uncomfortable, which is good because that means there's an opportunity for me to grow here. But I think the reason I'm uncomfortable is because I want to push myself to go further and go deeper for you guys and bring you more value. So we're going to stray away a little bit from the muscle building, the fat loss, all that fitness stuff and talk about an aspect of health that doesn't get talked about enough, not nearly enough. And that's going to be mental health, particularly happiness and the art of happiness. Because as you're going to find out later on in this episode, happiness really is an art. It is a conscious effort, something we have to continuously try to cultivate and create. We can't just sit around and wait for happiness. So I guess we could start off with just talking about what is happiness and defining it and I'm literally going to look up the definition of happiness and see if we can come up with something better wow okay so (laughs) type in happiness definition on google and you get the state of being happy which is is pretty true in and of itself happiness is a state and it is not a permanent state you and I and anybody else listening to this anyone that's a human can attest to the fact that they are not happy 24-7. And if someone tells you they are, they're lying to you. If someone tells you, I've never gone through a period of depression or just self-doubt or even confusion, not knowing what direction to take, where to go, what step to take, that can be pretty, that can be a pretty unhappy state to be in. So everybody goes through periods of unhappiness, hence the definition, the state of being happy. So then going back to what I said earlier, the art in that is learning ways that you can create and cultivate that happiness every day in your life. Now, right now, uh, let's do a little exercise. I want you to just close your eyes, not if you're driving. If you're driving, please just drive. But if you're able to, close your eyes, and I want you to take yourself back to a moment in your life where you know for a fact you are full-blown happy. What were you doing? What was the environment like? Who were the people around you? Really embody that feeling and try to bring it back almost physically. Try to feel the emotions you felt during whatever event came to your mind. Now that you've done that, understand that you can recreate that at any time. Happiness, to me, is a state, yes, and I understand that it is fleeting. It's not consistent. You have to constantly do things every day 
to create and cultivate happiness in your life. Now, what are some things that can affect happiness the most? Um, I've got a couple bullet points here I definitely want to go over, but for the most part, I want to just kind of free flow and see where we end up on today's episode. So I think the number one thing that's going to affect not just your happiness, but even your long-term success in business, in your romantic relationships, and in in just yourself, Um, the relationships you have, making sure you're surrounded by people who value you, people who let you know that you're appreciated, and people that can be there for you when you're not happy. Having good, solid relationships, people you can turn to, people that you trust. Just having these kinds of relationships in your life and constantly breathing life into them and making them stronger is not even just anecdotally, anecdotally or practically proven. Research studies to scientifically prove that friendships at work or coworkers who would report that they have a bestie at their workplace are seven times more productive and engaged. Why? Because social bonds, especially in the workplace, make people feel good and feel happy. If you're feeling good and you're feeling happy, it shouldn't come as a surprise that you are seven times more productive and engaged. You may not 100% love what you're doing, which is something we're going to get into later, but you at least love the people you do it with. So I think the first step to creating and cultivating more happiness in your life is at least strengthening the current relationships you have or branching out and meeting new people and creating new relationships. So going on to the next bullet point that I made for today's episode, um, Another thing that I think can really, really affect the amount and levels of happiness you have in your life is having a strong sense of purpose and meaning in everything you do. Really identifying your values and your values are what's really most important to you. Very vastly different from person to person and that's, it, it should, that's what makes each one of us unique and human and that's, that's really the thing. All of us are so unique and we have a potential and a purpose on this earth where we're, every single individual here is meant to go do something and sadly most people never tap into that maybe in the surface and then they let self-doubt and fear of the unknown in the future hold them back or um, whatever it is family members and, and media and their society pushing them to go down a different path when they know very well that's not what they want to do like they go to college for four years get a degree and then th- they end up in the office of microsoft or something and they look around and realize i don't want to be here backtracking just a little bit to values like i said they're going to be very individual and they should it could be your values could be family trust honesty anything really it just requires you to do some inner work and really go deep and ask yourself what matters most to you because it's not that nice car it's not the house it's not the number in the bank account purpose and meaning in humans go so much deeper than that and i think a lot of people are just distracting themselves like even just before this episode I I had to make myself go really deep and ask myself am I actually happy 
with where I am right now, with um, who I am and the actions I'm taking every day that are going to create the person I'll be in the future. Am I truly happy in this moment or have I just gotten really good at distracting myself? I think that's a big thing that people do. So finding purpose and meaning in your life, having something to, excuse me, having something to strive for and achieve, knowing there's something at the end of the tunnel. So another thing that really, really affects happiness in your life, we're going to go back to the fitness side a little bit now, is a poor diet. And when I say a poor diet, I mean the person eating fast food damn near every day or multiple times a week, highly processed oils, um, just chemicals and preservatives and all the foods they eat that they don't need. And yes, sometimes income can pay a, play a very big role in this and even just food accessibility. But I think even more than that, it is not knowing or just not even knowing what they don't know, not knowing what foods are actually good for them, what foods are actually harming them. Now I want to preface and say there are no good and bad foods from a dieting sense when it comes to building muscle and losing fat, but there are absolutely foods that provide you more nutritional value than other foods. That is point blank period. I think we can all agree on that but a poor diet I mean in, in just so many ways can contribute to just overall bad health inflammation depression anxiety and it really creates a cycle when you're eating processed foods all of the time you're never really fully satisfied in terms of a hunger standpoint you're tired and groggy and irritable until you have that next meal of processed foods and then you're good for a little bit and then you just rebound like it creates this cycle effect it's really really similar to many other kinds of addictions so getting more fruits vegetables lean meats fiber vitamins and minerals into your diet can make even just a week i guarantee you of cleaning up the foods you are eating eating less processed foods, less of the packaged foods, less fast food. I guarantee you, even just within a week, you will, even if you don't notice body composition changes, which you probably won't unless you're meticulously tracking your calories and making sure you're on point, but just from an energy standpoint and mood and not having brain fog, cleaning up your diet is so impactful, which is going to bring me to uh, the next point in what can affect happiness, and I think I'm just going to keep it to these four. And this one kind of relates to the last one, and that's a sedentary lifestyle. Just sitting around all day, not really getting any activity and definitely not working out on a good schedule or going for walks. All of these things, even just small steps to get started. Like going for a walk for 10 minutes after every meal, that adds up so much and just getting up and moving and using your body is so impactful to staying healthy in the moment and also for just longevity and long-term health. Please, please do not just sit around on the couch all day. It's all—it's it, another one of just a cycle of feeling 
low energy, you sit around all day, you're not giving your body a reason to have energy because you just sit around all day. So finding ways to add activity into your life here and there, even if it's just, like I said, going out for walks, doing yoga. But I really think at the end of the day, it should be something that you enjoy. Because if it's something you enjoy, you're far more likely to stay consistent with it for a lifetime rather than just a couple weeks. We don't want to crash here. We want to create lifelong happiness. Now, with that, understand that there isn't going to come a day where you just wake up and it just clicks. Like, you're happy forever. Everything's good. I got it. Nothing can fuck with me. But you can definitely adopt a mindset of being unfuckwithable. And I'm going to steal a little bit of knowledge from a book I am reading right now called The Buddha and the Badass and give you guys two rules he explains to becoming unfuckwithable, which is the badass portion of the Buddha and the badass. So rule number one is starting to feel that you are enough. Being unfuckwithable means that you are enough exactly where you are right now with no change, tweaks, or upgrades. It is being positively dissatisfied with where you are. And what that means is just being okay with where you are right now, maybe just in your career or in your muscle building fat loss journey, understanding that it's okay to be where you are right now, exactly how you are, and knowing that there is a brighter future ahead. So that is rule number one, just starting to feel that you are enough in this moment right now. That is the first step to becoming unfuckwithable. The second rule is to create your life as a unique masterpiece. And this means having your own dreams and goals versus imitating the world around you. Like I said earlier, I'm sure we all know someone from high school that went to a college they didn't want to go to for a degree that their parents wanted them to get. And they're probably not very happy right now. And they probably weren't happy throughout majority of their college experience. And now they have no idea what to do. They didn't take the time to sit down and identify their values, their dreams, what goals they want to accomplish, the type of person they want to become, what impact they want to make on society. They never did that. And now they essentially have to start from square one. So me and everyone listening right now, we're going to start right now. How are some ways that you can increase happiness? We've talked about the four things that I think affect it the most, broke them down a little bit. Now we're going to get into some strategies to increase and cultivate happiness in your life every day. Now, the very first thing I think you can do and what will have the most impact is to improve your physical, mental, and spiritual health. Just the word health is a huge umbrella that has so many things to fall under it. And I like to think of it as a four-legged chair. We've got physical, mental, spiritual, and I'm going to also throw in there financial. When you've got a chair with four legs and one of them gets a little shorter, it's not a chair anymore. It's going to tip over. So you have to have balance within your life, within your four realms, your physical, mental, spiritual, and financial health. How can you improve your physical health? I just gave you a couple ideas earlier. Get in the gym. Get on a good workout routine program. You don't have to turn yourself into a big, bulky bodybuilder, but get in there and use your body. Put your muscles 
under stress and force them to adapt and get stronger and get healthier. Your mental health. You can practice meditation literally any time of the day for any amount of time you want. Just sitting for five minutes with your eyes closed and focusing on your breath can completely turn your day around. Spiritual health. This is going to be very individual and depends on what you believe in. And that's completely okay. Whatever your spiritual practice is, make sure you are doing that enough to keep that chair leg balanced. Whether that's getting out in the sun in the morning and just praying or praying before you go to bed or whatever it is for you spiritually. And then financial health. I'm not going to go too deep on this one because this is a nutrition and health and fitness podcast, but I will give you guys a couple tips on creating financial health. And I think the best advice I can give you is to create a budget for yourself because I did a couple months ago and it has been far away the most impactful thing to starting to create financial freedom, but solidifying financial stability. I no longer have to struggle whether or not I'm going to be able to pay bills on time, whether I need to cut back on my groceries or, or whatever it is, not put in gas today. Creating a budget where all of your income comes through this percentage funnel. And an example I can give you is 50% of your needs, 20% savings, 20% investing, and 10% wants. <clears throat> now, obviously, this isn't going to work for everybody. But one thing I want to talk about with that is the first one I mentioned, that 50% needs. The goal is to get that as low as possible. You want as little amount of things as possible that are mandatory payments, things that are absolutely going to come out every week, every month, every whatever it is, subscriptions, all these Hulu, Netflix, having so many of them just compounds over time and you don't realize it. So creating a budget, getting that needs percentage as low as you can and living not above your means. Living above your means isn't going to get you anywhere. You need to live under your means. I think well, I think it was uh, Gary Vee who said, um, eat shit for 30 years and eat caviar for the rest of your life. You have, if you want to create financial freedom and stability, and also if you want to build muscle and lose body fat, you have to be willing to sacrifice. There is sacrifice wherever there is growth, wherever there is gain, there is sacrifice and getting uncomfortable that's just the way it is. And I'm realizing right now just the full power of facing discomfort. Like I've been thinking about this episode all week and just how I was going to start it, how it was going to flow from subject to subject, just overthinking it way too much and taking away the, the authenticity. But um, I just sat down and I hit record and we are 20 minutes in right now and I gotta say I really liked how it's turned out so far we're definitely gonna keep going but that just shows you I just grew right before my own eyes and in your ears by facing that discomfort I could have just put the podcast off another day and then who knows we might have missed um missed out on that weekly consistency and that's something I'm not trying to do I've been putting out an episode a week since I started, and I intend to keep it that way. 
Anything else would be unacceptable behavior. It would not align with my values and who I'm trying to become. So, on to the second thing you can implement to increase and cultivate more happiness in your life is to do what you love. Now, I was talking earlier about doing, for example, you may work a job that you don't love, but you love the people you do it with. The other side of that coin is doing what you love. Now, you may not be able to create an income for yourself this exact moment doing what you love, but you can definitely start to build a brand for yourself, build a name for yourself, start taking steps towards making what you love to do a career. And that could be drawing, singing, what I'm doing right now, making a podcast, educating people, coaching people. Do what you love. We're going to do another exercise right now. Same thing. I want you to close your eyes unless you're driving. And I want you to think of an activity that just lights you up inside. What do you absolutely love doing? Now, how can you implement that thing or all the things that might have come up more into your everyday routine, more into your weekly routine? How can you make sure you're doing these things that clearly make you happy more often? And then how can you somehow turn them into a business or a career? And then even when you get there and you start creating your team and bringing new people into your life, now you're doing what you love with people you love. And now you're pretty much just unstoppable. So moving on to the third point, avoid saying yes to others if it means saying no to yourself. It's going to let that sink in for a little bit. Avoid saying yes to others if it means saying no to yourself. Now, I, I run into this experience a lot. Um, it's usually around um, social food situations or people asking me to drink. And it's just... And it's a matter of, I guess, keeping the promises you make to yourself. If you're someone right now that's really trying to lose body fat, you are locked in, dialed in, you want, you want to get this accomplished and you want it to stop being a problem forever. And you go out with some friends and they're asking you to have some drinks and you know that you don't need those extra calories right now because you're trying to lose some fat. The best thing you could do to make sure that you are happy with yourself tomorrow and happy with the choices you make is don't say yes to your friends if that means you're saying no to yourself. And this can apply to any situation, not just food and drinking and social events like that, whatever it is. Avoid saying yes to others if it means saying no to yourself. So the second to the last point I'm going to touch on on how to increase happiness is kind of a whole book in a sentence. Um, this really good book I read uh, recently called Limitless by Jim Quick talks about replacing and or eliminating limiting beliefs, which he calls uh, lies. Lies are limited ideas entertained. And this is basically the story we tell ourselves. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not attractive enough. I could never do that. I'm not a morning person. 
Just off of that list alone, I'm sure you've told yourself some of these things. And if you want to create and cultivate more happiness, you have to take a step back and just identify these thoughts for what they are, which is simply just thoughts. They come in and then we have the control whether to attach ourselves to them, whether to attach that thought to our identity, whether to give power to that thought, whether to give emotion to that thought. We have the control over that. So replacing or eliminating altogether these limiting beliefs, the story you're telling yourself, you've got to change it into something more positive, something that is leaning towards growth and progress. If you want to start getting up and going to the gym early in the morning, telling yourself I'm not a morning person is a surefire way to make sure you do not get up early in the morning. So I want you over the next week to really be cognizant about the thoughts inside your head. Which ones are you agreeing with? Which ones are you letting control you and hold you back? And start to just shift the narrative. Rewrite the story. You know, I really do believe life is a movie. And the beautiful thing about it is everyone gets to write their own script. They get to write it and they get to follow it and they get to decide who's in it and who's not. So the very last thing, the last method I'm going to give you guys that can increase happiness is kind of related to where we were in the beginning of the episode, and that is um, self-awareness and acceptance. Just knowing that you are enough without any tweaks or upgrades or any special little gadgets or certifications or a, a nameplate or a position at your company. Being able to sit with your own thoughts and just analyze them, having that self-awareness to not be consumed by this thing we have on top of our on top of our shoulders called a brain. This shit's crazy, bro. But yeah, having that self-awareness and just being okay with where you are right now because you can go forward. You can improve. You can every action that you're taking every day. Every little thing is a vote for who you are going to become. So, how are you voting? And um, what does the person you're going to become look like? I think that's where we're going to end it for today, guys. Um, this was a really fun episode. I think we covered a lot of good information in here. I hope you guys can take something away from it. And, yeah. I'll see you guys in the next one. Hopefully going to have um, a guest on here pretty soon. So stay tuned. This has been the Muscle Mitchell Podcast. I said Muscle again. This has been the Muscle Mitchell Podcast hosted by yours truly, Isaiah Mitchell. You can follow me on Instagram at Muscle Mitchell for my fitness and health page. You can follow me at That Boy Mitchell uh, if you want to check out my music. I'm on SoundCloud, Spotify, every, pretty much every streaming platform. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Go get happy. Hey, 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 gassed up. Smoke it by the pound. If you ain't rolling, you get passed up. Swerving in the coop, we do the dash and we go pass ya. Steady on my grind. I'm just trying to get my cash up. Try and catch up.